You're hearing the Echoes podcast, and coming up, we're going to hear the story of Headless, a band that mixes 70s R&B with sampled ambient landscapes. Putting together podcasts like this and making them available takes a lot of time and money. So if you like what we do with these interviews and on Echoes, become a supporter by making a donation now at echoes.org. It's easy, you'll feel great, and you'll be supporting the dissemination of great music to the world. Just go to echoes.org. And now, get your ambient dance shoes on for Headless. You're hearing Echoes, and I'm John DiLibretto. Sampling is one of the dominant modes of music making, and the duo called Headless are definitely children of people like Kanye West and using other music to create their sound. But they're also steeped in 60s and 70s soul, David Lynch films, and modern rock music. It all comes together on their new album called Selections from Dumb. After they played a live set on Echoes, we talked about a music born in doo-wop, joy of noise, Noise and depression. Headless is a postmodern group, you can tell by the way they spell their name without any vowels. Part of that was practical, they used to be called Headless Horsemen, but if you look that up on places like Spotify, you'll find a band that sounds like this. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think that's a different group. <laughs> <laughs> One time in the Lehigh Valley newspaper, they printed a picture of that band when we were playing in downtown. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the reason we changed our name. Especially because their music sounds like this. Headless is a duo of Far and Wolfie, or Farid Sejan and Connor O'Neill. O'Neill says Wolfie is a nickname of Gaelic derivation. He's taciturn with a shock of short brown hair, reminding me of the Cameron Fry character in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Farid has the looks of his Indian ancestry with dark skin, liquid black eyes, and mostly manicured beard that sets off his easy smile. The two musicians have known each other since they were in high school in Allentown, Pennsylvania, but they didn't get together musically until after Farid graduated from Wesleyan and Wolfie from culinary school. Food metaphors for music are a cliche, but it worked for the way they make music, taking their ingredients from other records and reworking them sonically. Most of that comes from Wolfie. He used to play conventional instruments. I grew up playing guitar, piano, drums, like the whole rock band setup and everything. And I decided that I'm done with instruments for at least five years. He's actually virtuosic. Like he's a really good piano player. He's music theory trained. Like he comes from a classical music yeah. background and it's definitely like an aesthetic choice and you know, the future of music, like it's instruments will be outdated. Instead, he samples sounds and manipulates them with impunity. I think that was the first thing I learned how to do, 
musically. I started recording before I even started like making music. Like I got a recording program when I was 13 and just immediately started making like noise craziness. I, I made a record that was entirely just samples clipped together to sound like it was a radio show. <laughs> and it's just literally a bunch of remixes thrown together and it's a you know record. It's, it's called a Late Night Allentown Radio. I just always have had a need to break down music past its essential components of just like an instrument or a voice. And to me, that's just not interesting, you know? I like to have uh, intangible emotion attached to the actual sound. We, we like to think that we work with sounds and not instruments. And we don't discriminate between ugly or beautiful sounds, you know, kind of treat them all equally and uh, just crafting sound as opposed to instruments. Like the, the origin matters less rather than like where it comes to and like how it's processed and focuses on the process, I guess. Across these soundscapes, Farid sings in his whispered, heavily reverbed falsetto. I kind of learned how to sing mimicking Sigur and that's all falsetto. At first, it's like easier for me to control in that register higher up there. People say it like the higher register brings out more emotional pain in your brain, like it registers that kind of sentiment. pain is often there in the poetic lyrics Fareed writes that are concerned with culture and identity. Fareed is an Indian whose parents were third generation to live in Kenya before emigrating to the U.S. where Fareed was born in New Jersey. His Muslim identity informs many of his lyrics. It's a little complicated because like I'm not as practicing of a Muslim so sometimes it's weird to like because you're viewed as that um, I was raised at, you know, like I did go to the mosque and like I was, you know, culturally and speaking and all that kind of stuff. But my family is less religious and it's kind of like less a part of our life. And it's only, you know, recently that I've kind of been interested and in kind of like looking back as to like, OK, like I spent most of my adolescent years being consumed with like assimilating and kind of rejecting a lot of that because that's finding your identity, you know, and like music was a huge part of that. But yeah, like, you know, now it's kind of like interesting to like see what I missed out on and like what I didn't embrace and like my parents' stories and like, you know, how they came here, what they gave up. You can hear that on songs like What Comes Next.
Many of the songs concern loneliness and alienation, but they do odd things with those themes on a song called Wonderloss. It has the feel of an old Sound of Philadelphia R&B song. That song we were trying to like juxtapose the feeling of like loneliness and despair with like a really upbeat, happy sort of doo-wop soul song, which is something we try to do a lot. Alienation also pervades the existentialism of Barely There. Barely There is kind of that, like that song is like about what you mean to the world and to the people around you. Like you can live in existence and, you know, see two people and that's the only people you see and you mean something to those two people and like, what is that? Or maybe you don't see anyone, maybe you're completely, you know. Sometimes despair leads to death, and there are two songs about checking out. One of them is, I read your note. It kind of came from just thinking about how suicide is technically illegal. And so it's about, like, the legality of it. And, yeah, how it's a personal choice. And, like, it's, like, obviously a tragedy, and you don't want anyone to do that. But it's um, just thinking about what it means for the state to have control over that and power over death. Fareed makes the album seem like it was a lifesaver for him, something that carried him out of a well of depression. Part of the record was for me to make something out of nothing, because I was at a point, like at a you know really transformative period, kind of like a depressed, like kind of really low point, and the record like helped me build something, and it like repaired our friendship too. Like we had kind of fallen out after the first record, and we reconnected, and like the music like kind of brought all these things out. Headless call their new album, Selections from Dumb, with Dumb all in caps. So I had to ask, is it selections from a bigger work called Dumb, or is it selections of dumb things? I like the second one. Yeah, um, it's, it's both. Yeah, yeah. I think we thought of the concept of dumb first, and the concept is kind of too large to encompass, we found, because we also have more songs that fit into the theme. So we thought it was appropriate for this one to be selections from that bigger concept and we're gonna have like a companion album to selections from dumb so it'll be like dumb too or and we haven't figured that part out
Headless have created an album that seems to swoop through musical time, calling up decades of sound and a new kind of soul. Their latest album is Selections from Dawn. Thanks for tuning in to the Echoes podcast today. Go to echoes.org to find out more. I'm John DiLiberto. Be sure to keep an eye out for more Echoes interviews at echoes.org or the Echoes newsletter.